Hello, everyone, and welcome to the third edition of the Christian Review. I'm your host, Bill Yoakum. And on today's podcast, we're going to go in a little different direction. Um, Today, I wanted to delve into um, one particular Christian hymn, one that has meant a lot to me, but that I know has also meant a lot to uh, a very good friend of mine and um, many Christians. So I hope you enjoy today's podcast and let's get into it with the Christian Review. Well, before we get started in the podcast, I wanted to give everyone an update on me and and what's been going on in my life um, for the last few days, because I hope to create a relationship between us, um, you as listeners, and me as the host of a podcast that we can build on, have some of you on as guests in the future. And um, so anyway, here's a little more about what's going on with me. So some of you know um, that I'm suffering from Bell's palsy right now. For those of you that wonder, what is that? Just jump back to episode two and I'll give you some more background on the Bell's palsy and what's going on. But long uh, story short is that it's a paralysis of the face. For me, it affects the right side of my face. It's a, a basically a paralysis um, of the uh, seventh nerve, which controls facial function, eyebrows, lips, nose, cheeks, speaking, things like that. So if you hear a little lisp or a slur, that's what it is. Um, so I had a neuro consult uh, this week, neurologist, and um, they told me things look normal. And that actually I'm kind of um, better than most people because my... Um, my condition's improving. However, they gave me about a year until I'm back to 100%. But um, they said that's not solid because little is known about the condition, which I mentioned in the last podcast. So I'm grateful for that. And to be honest, I attribute this improvement that's actually happened over the last week or so um, to you, to you, the viewers and listeners um, of the podcast, because I asked for prayer. And who knows how many people have heard this or even the additional people. It might be five. Who knows? It might be 500. It might be 500,000. But the Lord decides what he needs to listen to. So praise God that um, healing has started, that I am feeling different. I'm getting more movement and ability in my mouth, in my eye, my cheek. I think I'm speaking more clearly. So I'd love to get some comments from you guys on that. Um, remember, you can always email the podcast at uh, the Christian Review Podcast at gmail dot com for now until I get the website set up and established. Um, but um, yeah, I'm, I'm very happy with the fact that things are progressing. But if I'm one of those that has the permanent um, Bell's palsy, that's uh, my portion, and I'm going to take it. You know, um, nothing that uh, Christ. Um, did uh, can even compare to anything I go through in my life. So um, I'm going to, you know, just try and keep a positive uh, outlook. When I'm weak, I will talk to my pastors and friends, um, my buddy Blake um, and George, and uh, just people that you can always go to. Um, so when you're down and, and feeling sad or things are hard, Always, always turn to your friends in Christ. You know, I, I would say turn to your friends, but 
To be honest, in my opinion, if they're not Christians or you don't know them as proclaiming Jesus as king, you run the risk of gossip or someone sharing your truth uh, of your life. And and um, I say go to a pastor, even if they're a stranger. Usually, if they proclaim Christ, they can help you out. So anyway, there's an update on me. My week's been great. Um, we... Uh, I'm back to work, obviously, you know that. Things have gone well with work, although my eyes had some considerable problems staring at computers and being very tired. Um, I have a cold right now (laughs) as well. Um, It's not Omicron. Um, It's just a cold. And uh, I took some Sudafed uh, yesterday, and that caused me to um, be very sleepless last night. So, unfortunately... Being sleepless last night caused me to have only about 45 minutes of sleep for the night. Very restless when I had a Bible study, men's Bible study, to attend at 7.30 in the morning. Um, Of which I also um, make a uh, breakfast casserole for and, uh, and we attend. So I hope I didn't put off too much of a sleepy vibe when we were there. So, um... That's been fun. I spent some time with my wife. We went out on Friday night for a great date. Um, went to a local uh, Italian restaurant and really enjoyed that. Um, and uh, it's just been a good week. So praise God for that. And I hope your weeks have been well um, also. Um, and I would like to mention I'd love to get some emails from uh, anyone listening that has questions about Bell's Palsy or questions about the podcast or ideas of things we could cover. So as I promised... Um, I wanted to talk about uh, a Christian hymn that's very popular with many people, and specifically, I really do enjoy it. But with um, with a saint uh, that I have uh, um, that I love and that has uh, since passed on, um, and I'll just call him my friend Mike, and um, just was a great figure in my life. Um, grew to be not only a friend but more a father figure and someone that. Um, I just really look up to as a person, one of the kindest people I've ever known. Um, The hymn, by the way, was Be Thou My Vision. So with that said, let us talk about Be Thou My Vision, the very popular hymn that has uplifted so many Christians. Be Thou My Vision. What a great hymn. So, uh, music has always uh, had a way of dividing us. Uh, You can turn music on in a car full of people and you'll get a bunch of mixed reactions. Um, But there's always a certain song that everyone enjoys. Uh, Most would have um, heard a certain song and turned it down had they not been in faith. And that song, of course, is Be Thou My Vision. What a great song. Um, There was an article written that I found during my own research um, about this song because I wanted to learn more. Because this song has meant so much to me and so much to um, others that I know. Particularly um, someone who has gone on to glory. um, My dear friend, and we'll call him Mike. Um, who passed on at an elder age 
um, was very animate about the song being played at his funeral, Be Thou My Vision. I remember the first time I played it for him, um, he had not heard it. And um, <clears throat> he was moved to tears. And the song itself just has a very rich meaning and has grown to be um, a song that instills uh, closeness to God in so many hearts. So as we move on and, and learn more about this song, I think it'll be interesting. I'll try and um, share some unique history about it. And I was surprised to learn these things. So I hope you'll give me this um, uh, indulgence as I uh, delve into uh, just one topic today. Um, what an important Christian song. So I think the first thing we're going to do is um, take a look at the melody of the song and um, a little bit of history. So the article that I spoke of was written by a pastor, a gentleman by the name of Stephen Inglis. He wrote a very, very informative paper. I enjoyed it so much. Um, the research, um, I even researched the research, and it was accurate. And um, some of the historical facts were so interesting, I think you'll get a kick out of them. And it'll bring a lot more understanding and meaning to the hymn. Um, I'd like to also mention, before I get into this uh, little, uh, I guess, <laughs> study class over Be Thou My Vision, um, I'd like your feedback on that and um, would urge you to send that to our email, um, the Christian Review Podcast at gmail.com. And, and let me know if you enjoy uh, delving in more to, um, to certain hymns or songs or artists or movies. And if you do, um, I don't mind doing the legwork. I enjoy it actually, researching and preparing um, dialogue for us to talk about. Um, I also forgot to mention earlier that I would love to have um, my listeners um, participate in the show. I can set up an active question and answer at a certain time for a show, or we can also um, have you on as a guest. So uh, please email uh, the show, um, like I said, the Christian Review Podcast at gmail.com. And um, if you would put your um, your question or your, your idea or reason for the email in the subject line, it might help me go through them quicker. But I don't just delete. If I do see an email for that address, I will check it. So anyway, with that being said, let's talk about Stephen Inglis' um, uh, wonderful um, historical um, uh, study on uh, Be Thou My Vision. So I'll just jump right into it. So most folks would um, revere the sound of bagpipes, playing Amazing Grace or uh, singing a chorus of Ode to Joy. In the same way, the hymn, Be Thou My Vision, fits into this category. It's one of the most loved songs of all time. The medieval melody brings images of rolling hills and Scottish highlands, causing people to cry when they hear it, and millions more to request it for their own funerals. But very few people know the story behind this song. In fact, the history of Be Thou My Vision is as ancient as mysterious as the haunting hymn itself. A quick look in a hymnal would offer you little help. Ambiguous entries like Irish Melody and Anonymous appear where the name of the composer and lyricist typically belong. That is strange. 
So, what is the true story behind this legendary hymn? Where did it come from? And if so old, how did it survive all the way till now? To the 21st century? So let's start with the melody. The story behind Be Thou My Vision begins with St. Patrick. St. Patrick. Pretty timely. March coming up, guys. Um, so when St. Patrick was 16 years old, pirates kidnapped Patrick and sold him into slavery in Ireland. This caused him to enter adulthood knowing the Gaelic language and Irish customs. He also became a Christian during that time. Years later, he managed to escape, and then he returned home and to his family in England. While most would have stayed home forever, Patrick chose to go back to Ireland and become a missionary. What does all this have to do with Be Thou My Vision? You're probably asking yourself, and I did too when I was uh, reading this. What does it have to do with it? But, on Easter Sunday... In the year 433, the local Irish king issued a decree in observation of a pagan druid festival that prohibited anyone from lighting a flame or a candle. Now, Patrick, refusing to honor anyone but Christ, praise God, stood against the king. That morning, Patrick risked his life by climbing to the tallest hill in the area and lighting a huge fire. As the ancient Irish people woke up, they could all see Patrick's defiance of the king. Ooh, what the scandal. He could not hide his light. Amen to that. Patrick wanted to show the world that God's light shines in darkness. And it does. And that only he God the Father deserves praise. Now, years later, an unknown composer wrote a melody in honor of Patrick's heroism. It was called Slain. S-L-A-N-E. The now-forgotten composer named it after the hill. Slain, where Patrick shined the light. Slain Hill in Ireland. But people there still recognize the tune today. Because they know the true origin of the melody. Now, while the story of the melody is true legend, the history behind the lyrics is much more obscure. Tradition tells us that an Irish poet from the 6th century named St. Delon Forgel wrote a Gaelic poem entitled, ready for this, Roque to Mauvaillet in honor of St. Patrick, borrowing from another medieval poem. St. Patrick's Breastplate was the name of the poem. For Jael's lyrics referred to God as his battle shield and high tower, phrases that still exist in the modern version today. Now, sadly, the oldest existing copy of For Jael's poem comes from the 14th century, which included no indication of its author. Because no other historical evidence connects Forgel to the poem, it's impossible to verify the actual origin of the lyrics to Be Thou My Vision. As a result, most hymnals attribute the song to Anonymous. As the years pass, Slain and Rope to Mo Baye have fallen into obscurity. 
Their authors, once known, faded away into the fogs of time. But in 1905, nearly 1,500 years after St. Patrick lit a flame on Slain Hill, the forgotten hymn reemerged from the midst of time. Mary Byme, a 25-year-old university student, discovered the 14th-century copy of Rotomobaye and translated it into English for the very first time. Remember, it was in Gaelic. In that moment, the two hallowed lyrics, Be Thou My Vision, O Lord of My Heart, sprang from the forgotten pages of time and into the modern world. Later, in 1912, an Irish woman named Eleanor Hull she set the words to music. The melody she set it to was none other than Slain, the medieval tune written in honor of St. Patrick, who had lit the flame on the hill in defiance of the king. The hymn became famous overnight and appeared in its first hymnal in 1919. A gold record, everyone. A number one hit. <laughs> In 2019, the world celebrated the 100th anniversary of the modern version of Be Thou My Vision. Amazing. Okay, so you're probably asking yourself, that's great. What a great story, but why does this all matter? I asked myself the same thing when I was reading the article. And then he goes on to explain that. Why does it matter? So the story behind Be Thou My Vision is the story of the gospel. It's in God's timing. Think about it. He took what the world ignored and made it something beautiful. As far as man was concerned, music like Robte and Slain were long since dead and forgotten. Nothing more but irrelevant fragments from antiquity. But God took what was dead and he made it alive again. He had those women discover the things that were gone. He took what was ancient and made it new. So is Be Thou My Vision an old song? Well, I guess everyone, the answer is yes and no. Just like he took dusty pages of lyrics and infused it with new life, he took us and our sinful flesh and infused us with his spirit. Amen to that. Be Thou My Vision is a song of a new life. It's a song of the new life of St. Patrick, who shined his light for Christ. It's a song of the new life in Ireland, where dead paganism gave way to centuries of vibrant faith. It's a song of new life in the singer's heart, where God shines his forgiveness in a sinful soul. And it's the song of new life for the hymn itself. For the hymn itself, which millions, including me and you that are now listening to it, enjoy again after centuries of obscurity. Think about that. You're listening to the Moto Baye and set to a melody from Slain. From a flame that was lit on a hill by St. Patrick in defiance. So, no one's story is done whose pages rest in the hands of the Father. 
that includes you and me. No song is too old that it cannot be sung again in the choir of God's grace. Be Thou My Vision is a reminder that man's ways are not God's ways. The mist descends in the hills and rises to the sky. The mossy mountains crumble and groan, but the grace of God shines bright, as it did on Slain Hill in the days of St. Patrick. Wow. What a great article, and it was so informative. And like I said, I did some research on some of this, and every single thing was true. So, it gives new meaning to the things that we um, listen to in church, the hymns that we sing sometimes that maybe we're not so enthralled with. And I have to admit, I'm guilty of that sometimes. You hear a hymn you haven't heard or a hymn that's older or slower. And I happen to be a big fan of more contemporary and popular Christian music, especially when we're singing um, God-centered, God-focused music in church. Um, On that note, no song in church should ever be about I, should ever be about we, the people should always be about in praise of our glorious God. So back to subject. (laughs) This song um, just really upholds that idea and um, brings back new meaning to hymns. That where did this come from? What's the true story behind this? What started this all off? And that excites me and, and helps me to think of God's plan. Because think about that. St. Patrick, who lit that flame, and then eventually a poem was written. Who would have thought that now, 1,500 plus years later, there would be this guy with (laughs) Bell's palsy sitting, recording a podcast, talking about that song. And think about that flame lit on the hill. Think about that. And what went into that? Stacking the logs, lighting the match, the anxiety before doing it, the knowledge of what would be to come, the defiance, all those efforts. And still, 1,500 years later, we're talking about it. I'm talking about it, you're learning about it, and you'll remember it. No other force but God could cause such remembrance. Um, it's prophetic, and it came out in his timing as the song lay dormant and then discovered. So, pretty amazing. Um, I'm thankful for God's providence. I know you are, um, and uh, it, it just, his music, the music of the church, is something that if you take time to listen to and care about, can enrich your heart and your knowledge of the Father. So now, here is Be Thou My Vision.
Sorry for cutting that short, uh, but I am working on getting full versions for you. I'm in the middle of uh, licensing and pricing negotiations with um, the platforms so that I'll be able to play full songs. But that's um, that's that's a side point. Uh, I want to say most of all how much I appreciate you tuning in. I hope you enjoyed tonight's podcast. I hope that you enjoyed um, learning more about a great hymn that has meant so much to so many. Um, So, with that being said, it's going to be a now and new established tradition. Let me close us in prayer. Heavenly Father, you are a mighty God who loves us. Father, thank you for for bringing us songs, Father, for bringing us things that bring smiles to our face, or Father, when we are sad, that you uplift us and bring comfort, that you bring comfort, Lord, that you help us to understand your plan in the smallest way possible. Um, Dear Lord, you are so good to us. So, Father, thank you for hymns like Be Thou My Vision. Thank you for the people listening to this podcast. Father, I ask that any ear that hears this right now and and moving forward, Lord, that you would provide them with not only protection, Father, but love. And, um, Father, that you would draw them closer to you. So, uh, dear Lord, you are a mighty God who loves us, and we praise you for that. And I pray all this in Jesus' name. Amen. So, thanks for tuning in to the uh, Christian Review Podcast. I hope to uh, be back soon with another edition. And um, I've just enjoyed so much sharing with you 
once again, please email the podcast at the Christian Review Podcast at gmail.com. And um, I'd love to get you guys on as a guest or uh, answer your questions. And well, you get the idea. So thanks, everyone. Have a great rest of your day. And uh, we'll see you next time on the Christian Review with Bill Yoakum, me, your host. (laughs) Have a great day, everyone.